0: Welcome back, peepods, to episode two. Um I recently did bufa So that's been a trip. Um I thought I was going to make this episode about that, but I honestly I'm not sure if I'm ready. I don't I don't know if I'm there to really put something like that into words. I don't even think I'm like fully in my body yet, actually. Um, still very much so integrating, but I'm looking forward to sharing that whole experience. So we're going to we're going to hold off and instead actually talk a little bit about relationships um, and maybe some hot takes that I might have, but just some new perspectives that I'd love to share, starting with the first. So I want to get into love languages. And as someone that's basically taken just about every personality test that's out there, um, I used to really subscribe and identify with a lot of those outcomes or whatever the results were and now I'm kind of re for whatever reason reframing my perspective on a lot of this because I'm in a you know conscious relationship or I strive to be which we'll get into but this concept of a love language is so fascinating and again I'm not I'm someone that's totally believed in this by the way I'm quality of time and words of affirmation if if you were curious i am i am bilingual um but here's the deal so let's say you know i'm you know words of affirmation and that's that's my chosen love language that's how i would prefer to receive love so essentially what i'm telling you know my partner or whoever is that whatever way they want to do that or whatever comes natural to them uh it, that's not going to work for me. I'm going to need you to do this different thing for me or almost like I can't receive the other words. And maybe not saying that there's a preference. Again, I'm taking some extremes here. I'm not, I'm definitely recognizing there's still like maybe a time and place for this. Um, but you know, people, people always take it too, too far. Um, so it's this concept, you know, let's say they do something else that's nice or an act of service that that can be, you know, not, not as important. And this, this, I can already tell this is going to I'm going to be drowning. So buckle up. All right. So the issue that I have here, there's a few different problems. So one is that the partner now will not be able to honestly, naturally showcase that love to you because now there's a certain way you've given them a direct path and they can't explore that way of showing love in a way that feels good and natural to them maybe maybe that they would naturally want to and again they want you to feel loved so like they're open to it probably but the issue the other part of that is that it could come off a little bit less genuine like because they're doing something that isn't maybe what they naturally wanted to do or preferred or whatever we run some risks there because now they're doing it a little bit more out of obligation and there isn't that honest natural flow to it if that makes sense um so that that's a that's one of the areas the other thing is let's say i'm asking for my words of affirmation or whatever this you know and if we're just talking a light like these are just things that we like that's one thing i just don't think that's what people are doing with a lot of this or that's not what i'm feeling in the in the collective um or online i should really say but if someone if i'm saying that i want that thing I have to look inward a bit and recognize, well, why am I asking for that thing? Where is that coming from? Is it just that I like people saying nice things? Or could it be that a lot of these things about us were using as not a crutch, ah uh, more just like ah they're almost like our own personal maps in a weird way to our wounding, if you will, or if you want to trauma whatever it is maybe I really struggle with external validation. Yes, I do. I really do. Um, so say however many nice things you want to say, but see what I'm doing here is I'm saying that the other person needs to fulfill this part that I struggle with, that I'm now putting down as some void that now my partner has to fill. And there's only one way for them to do that. And you have to do it this way. It's almost a way to kind of avoid the pain and discomfort of potentially that void not being not being filled by by a kind word, you know. Um it sucks and it's kind of like enabling. And if you're feeling called out right now, I'm I'm sorry. I I too am feeling exceptionally called out because this isn't like a fun this isn't like a fun thing for me to to originally think about because it's not I've so preached this love language and I've been so clear and concise about what I want um and again i'm not saying that's a bad thing i'm not saying that this is all a negative element i think i just were so yes 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 this one way this one way um but sometimes we miss that there might be some cons to to looking at the world through these lenses love languages being one of them honestly all the personality tests um i find them really fun i think they're fun and i think all these things can be fun like oh i think it's fun when people say kind words or i think it's fun when you know, I mix with more extroverted people. I I don't know, whatever it is, but because we've globbed onto them a little, a little too hard, if I might add, um, I think it can actually breed a lot of conflict in the relationships. Like we're all just trying to avoid these areas that we don't like. We're like, no, this is how I am. And this is how you need to be because of the way I am. See how that, see how that sounds kind of, Um, it's almost, it's a little bit of a control issue too. And I think it's a way that we also claim a lot of superiority with other people. Like we have this firm understanding of ourselves and we need other people to, to adjust to that. So if they're not getting it, like that's a them problem. Um, and I think this actually happens quite a bit with people that are like people pleasers, hypervigilant. Um, sorry about that. Uh, myself included, myself included. Whoops. I just tapped it. Hopefully that wasn't loud for you, for you. Um, yeah so that's that's just like a weird hot take i wanted to share because um yeah just a weird weird download i suppose but yeah just having more authentic connections more authentic uh natural relationships where the people that we love can express themselves freely and explore that and vice versa um i think there's something there i think there's something really powerful about that and kind of this goes in line, kind of with the concept of a conscious relationship, which I'm currently with a partner where we both went into this with that desire, or we were on those paths or journeys, and it's really just a normal relationship to to be honest. But we're trying to create more awareness, and mostly what that kind of means for us um, is using the relationship more as a tool. Now that's not like we're—I'm not saying we're like using each other. I mean, it's not, no, but we're not using and abusing each other. We're really trying to see the relationship with a different lens and not be like okay this has to be this one source of happiness and fun and everything has to be good all the time definitely not and normal any relationship is probably struggling to to get that all the time because that's just not how the human experience works in my opinion however when we do have conflicts or things are coming up we're using one another as a way to learn about ourselves so as things come up I mean, it's the same as like, you know, mirrors, um, things being brought up different patterns throughout your life. Um, and I think that is totally how we connect with people. Like if you start, I mean, you, you can look at, you know, all your friends or your partnerships, you might see some patterns there or how things started or how things ended or what kind of things came up a lot that you really struggled with. It's, it's creating this external world helps build this internal world for us to look at like there are there's so much in our subconscious that we just we can't think about we're like taking in we're big big fat computer big fatty computer we are taking in so much there's just no possible way for us to be conscious of everything we're just consciousness is like like a flashlight so when you sh- you shine that light that's that's consciousness everything else the light the, the, the light does not touch like you're how 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 do you how would you be conscious about that um if that makes sense i don't know um but it's it's important for us to look into a lot of these subconscious thoughts and behaviors because those can run our lives. Run, run, they can plot the course. They can basically hijack us in a way, and they have, and I think they do. And I think when people talk about uh, being asleep or not being aware, or even maybe even not having like free will, maybe um, I think this all connects i think this all plays a role so anyway so your relationship can be an opportunity to bring things into your awareness uh and basically re-examine things uh or rethink things or really broaden and expand your perspective which like any person would do but i think relationships whoops tend to be a really unique beautiful place to do that and ideally you're creating a really safe container when you know this kind of going in or you establish this with partner, partners, whatever, whatever you're into, you, you can really, I mean, just the the exponential growth that's possible there, it's unreal, it's absolutely unreal, and it's so different than, like, most relationships, because it's really trying to create that safe space to work through a lot of stuff and to really like support one another in a way that maybe maybe we haven't had um and especially in a world where so much of us have so much like uh so much so much childhood trauma this this makes it all the more important like we just don't have a lot of safe spaces i was just talking about how we are like hardened like we allow the world to harden us because we we don't get to feel safe like in this world when we read the news as a child, a lot of us don't always feel safe in our bodies and in this reality, in our realities. Um, and there's some science and biology to that with our with our nervous systems, but we don't have those safe containers. And a lot of people right now, especially in the spiritual community, are really trying to build that safety inside. Um, so you're not living in that that survival because it's so hard to live for one when you're in survival but to look at like patterns to work i mean that's a that's a privilege a hundred percent to to be able to you know even all this stuff i talk about all the things that i'm working this is all complete privilege because when you don't have you know the resources you don't have that safety i mean like you just you you it's so you just can't expect that you know what i mean um, and if people are that's fantastic. And I hope, you know, obviously I preach a lot for the reform of the world to create better resources and for people to to be able to heal and feel safe. Um, but we got we got some time. We got some time on that. Um, yeah, I told you this is going to be this is going to be a droner. I'm dronin. Um, okay, let's let's bring it back. So relationship Um, And I think when I talk about a conscious relationship, people might have some like preconceived notion of it. And like I did too, when I signed on to this, I was so nervous about it too, because typically I was dealing with a lot of stuff on my own. Um, So going to therapy, I, I mean, I've been to a lot, but there is more, there's a little bit more opportunity there, a conscious effort to come together and kind of work through things, which To be honest, is a lot of work and not easy and it's just hard. Like I'm just, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Because what that means is that when things come up, and you know, we're not we're not perfect, and also falling asleep is part of it. Like being unconscious in the relationship is a part of that. I'll explain. Um so when I have an issue, like let's say we're interacting and something kind of like i got triggered or whatever or like oh i didn't feel heard just now or i didn't feel included or something whatever my my story based on some action that he did i ideally which is kind of what we if we feel called to bring it up or it's something that did irk us and again it's not like a required thing you know it's just like if you feel the calling it's like damn like i gotta i'm gonna i'm gonna bring this up like this could go a lot of different ways And so you bring it up with the intention and you're not blaming the other person you're not necessarily you're not even like asking for a solution or for them to do anything different you're just saying hey i'm having this experience right now um or feeling triggered or whatever action you did is bringing up this emotion in me and i have this story and they probably already know i mean if you've been together for a little bit they probably know what some of your stories are um so it's it's this really gentle way. And again, it's not very fun to bring up your stuff. And sometimes and I think a lot of like both me and my partner feel a lot of the time like either disappointed in ourselves or like even just embarrassed. Um not so much if both of us are like totally asleep, not with the I mean like that it is so much more challenging and takes us so much longer to work through something because we're both in kind of our own worlds when we're both asleep, we're not we're not really living out that conscious relationship ideal so but when at least one of us at least one of us it goes so much smoother because there's someone kind of guiding that conversation there's someone that is able to not let it escalate as much there's like a i'm gonna just keep hitting this thing wow um hopefully that makes sense so we're we're trying our best and with both of us are i mean it's a breeze like it's not it's just so much easier um and something else we've been talking about this is kind of off the point but when you're a lot of this work a lot of this awareness or spirituality or working evolving your consciousness whatever you want to call whatever this is or what you're doing um it kind of sucks when you're conscious and you know what you would like to do and you have that awareness uh but you're also like not doing it you know what I mean you see that gap where it's like okay I'm conscious this is how I would like to act or this is how I would like this to go yet you're either not doing that choosing not to do that or you haven't done that and you're like in you know there's like this huge just oh this immense gap that is so painful sometimes I mean it's so painful after the fact you're just like god damn what am I doing um and I I totally it's so part of it it's so part of the journey part of the experience um but but all the more all the more frustrating all the more real um so just sharing that as a place as a place that you might you might resonate I don't know um but it's 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 very challenging so anyway so getting back to that conscious relationship so what else did I have to say about that it's a beautiful thing and the sleep part that I'm talking about where I do think, I think people get really lost in this concept and this work because you you see a lot of people preaching this way of doing it and this way of being conscious or the deeper meaning of what it is or getting to the root and it's like, yes, yes, yes. Um, but it, it is, no, I don't really think anyone's doing that 100% of the time. Like I don't think anyone's living their life in that state 24-7. Mm-mm because it's just it's hard and i think part of the learning part of the growth part of the journey part of the evolution is that you it's it's the balancing of these things like while you're falling asleep uh you're learning all of like you you learn like and ideally like yeah you'd love to stay aware during every single moment of every single day be present in every single moment every single day we're just not there and i don't know if we ever do i really don't but i i kind of do maybe but we're 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 way off but what i what i'm trying to say is that stop beating yourself up stop it's it's stop you don't need to you don't need to it's really it's really okay a hundred percent you're you're not doing anything wrong uh you're not going backwards you're not there's nothing wrong with you it's it's part of the it's part of the deal it's part of the game it's part of the matrix whatever whatever you want to call all this it's part of the deal. So just take the weight off. It's it's weird how this all this work, this consciousness of spirituality. It's like we've because of the way that humans have been in society, is it's like we've turned it into this like commodity and we've also turned it in a little bit to like this hustle culture thing too. Where you always have to be working, uh, you always have to be healing, yada yada. Um and it's unfortunate and it's 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 a bum deal but like i get it but like i get it okay wait i just got a weird feeling to talk about this and i don't know why it's none of it none of what i'm talking about is on my notes none of this um it's a droner it's a droner you remember so i weirdly really want to talk about is anxiety and like approval and uh this desire for validation external validation which i actually think i mentioned already um And something that i struggle with something that i think everyone struggles with uh there is there is a strong desire for people to like us um and that's human that's biological we we are put on this earth and we have to struggle with this feeling of like okay i want to be my authentic individual self like that's important for a human but i also want belonging i want to belong to to a group or to other people um, so cool like trying to balance that thing uh, tough but the issue is that when we're growing up as children we are forced into the belonging because in order to survive we want to appease our our parental figures so that they can take care of us like it, it literally is survival like I, it, that is not a choice that is an unconscious thing that we do in order to survive it's what it's what we require it's what we do um so then a lot of our lives now and I think a lot of what you know we see a lot of trauma therapy stuff trending because it's like whoa I I have deluded myself I've made myself small I've made myself a particular way I've made myself this big personality I've made myself really successful whatever we build these stories and we don't even know why we did it Whoa, but a lot of the time we're doing it for that approval for that belonging for other people to like us for mommy and daddy to say we did a good job and like I get it I totally everybody everybody wants that little pat on the back for those listening I just patted myself on the back it's tough um and I think because so many people are working through this uh and again I'm I'm raising my hand because that that is something that I still totally struggle with Um, but I think it breeds so much anxiety too, specifically, because I think obviously people have anxiety about like, you know, death, I don't know, like more physical things, but I think there's a really big anxiety around this other people concept, other people being okay with us, other people being with, okay, with our presence, us taking up space, uh, what, what we're wearing, what we're, I mean, there's just like, cause, cause that belonging piece, still plays a really big role like some of us are really struggling with that balance um and wh- where we fall onto that spectrum and i think it's really cool that we're even looking at this like i think it's we're, we're breaking out and america being probably one of the ones really trying to break out of this from a from an individual standpoint and really trying to you know preach and push forward that their identity um this is tough. Y'all podcast too. I, I might need to get people on here with me because I am all over the place. I am all over the place. Um, so crazy. So wild could be, could be integration too. Could be all that, uh, toad poison that I smoked. Who knows? Who really knows? Um, anywho, so anxiety, Um, and obviously I think depression plays a big role into this as well, but I think I'm talking a lot about anxiety because I think that's at least what I see and feel like I've experienced where you're overthinking yourself, what you're doing, what you're saying, or like even like a lot of social anxiety, I think is really present right now in the world, um, where people just don't know how to interact because they have so much anxiety about how other people are perceiving them, you know, and and it's wild and it's tough because for one some of that is like you know from past traumas past experiences and some of it is like energetic things that we are starting to pick up on and realize and notice any people in people um empaths or whatever but again i still that that's still coming from a trauma place um but i also think some people are just energetically in tune so we're very sensitive to these experiences and what people are feeling or what they're getting from whether it's what we're doing or what other people are doing and it's really tough if you get those inclinations those feelings those experiences it'll immediately be like boom i have anxiety i feel bad because i know exactly what's going on and there's this desire to want to make it better what can I do to make that better? Should I apologize? Should I change the situation? Should I leave? Should I, and it could even not be with you. You see two other people interacting and you're like, this makes me uncomfortable because I know that that person said something and the other person's feeling this thing. And honestly, I don't have a great answer for that. I think it's just an interesting phenomenon that I'm kind of, you know, talking about. But I think doing less and going a little bit inward is is better, you know? Because I think we can really easily fall into this frantic energy. And I think women probably do this a lot too, especially with other women where it's that, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I didn't mean that. Oh, no, 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 And it's just this backpedaling and this like constant, yeah, you're trying to, you're trying to make it right, but let's, let's be honest. And this might be another call out, but you're not necessarily doing it for that other person. And this is what a lot of people that are hypervigilant or, or people pleaser don't want to hear, don't want to talk about is that We're not doing it necessarily because we want to make it better for you. A lot of the time we're doing it because we want to minimize the discomfort that we're experiencing. You know, like maybe we think we just did something wrong or we irked them. And we want to be seen in a positive, good light. And we feel like we're not. So we're going to do something or we're going to say something that takes that edge off a little bit. Because we're like, God, that feels really not good. You know what I mean? It's not a lot of people pleasing a lot of that hypervigilance, although coming from probably a lot of childhood uh, experiences is also very selfish it's, it's a self-protective mechanism where we're we're constantly trying to make sure that we're safe and that we're okay um and I'm not I'm not demonizing this I think it's like a totally normal byproduct of being a human and based on whatever all of our life experiences are like I get it I get it and it's not it's neither bad nor good but i think it's something that i'm trying to look at and and wonder okay um i feel like this person is perceiving something i just did as blank something negative or i see two people and i'm seeing this negative experience and i know that i could probably chime in and and try to like fix it for either both of them or one of them um but it's not mine and just because i feel a little uncomfortable like why is that so why is that so horrible why is that so bad why do i have to immediately relieve that discomfort it's very part of the human experience and a lot of it a lot of it has nothing to do with me if i say something and someone disagrees with me or has a differing opinion and they get upset with my opinion and now now maybe are you know writing me off as some bad person or some some negative person that's that's not for me to really do i i shouldn't have to like defend I'm not going to waste my time and energy defending myself and trying to explain oh well I I, I guess I you know it's just well, that's so that's just old it's old like that is not necessary like we're all Ugh. it just Ugh. Um, but it's still uncomfortable. Like I'm saying this right now and I'm not saying I'm doing this all the time. Like sometimes I'm really just not loving that discomfort. Typically I, I do a little bit better around, um, people I don't know as well, but like with my partner, uh, someone who I love someone, the more that you like, you know, trust that person or want them to accept you, or maybe you look up to them, um, or you admire them you want them to see you in that good light because you're seeing them in that good light and you want their, you do want their approval if you're honest with yourself. And so I think sometimes, especially with, with my partner, that's an area that I struggle with because I don't want to, I don't want them to see me as some bad person, this bad person that they're dating. Like that sucks. Nobody wants to be labeled as that. Um, but the reality of the situation is that that's okay. Like I can be that person for them sometimes or maybe they if they are in that stage and it's probably not even about me, you know, this is something I've been thinking about a lot where we're so we're so off the notes um, where I people want a bad guy. People want to have something that they're working against, um, which maybe someday I do think someday we we get away from that. We don't necessarily need to externalize all of our enemies because I think, again, that external is mirroring that internal, that our own personal enemies, um, you know? So you're gonna be the villain. You just are. And it's not fun and it totally sucks. And I've been it for so many people. And you're just like, you wanna, you wanna defend yourself and you want to you don't like the discomfort. It's another moment where you're like, I wish I just wanna make this better. And guess what? Probably trying to make it better will not always but a lot of the time it can make it worse um if they're gonna just write you off as this horrible bad person because this is the issue a lot of the world is struggling with the concept of like so i cancel culture is so big too it's it's not like oh someone did something good and some someone did something kind of wrong it's like they're good or they did something horrific and they need to be taken down now i'm talking a little bit in extremes but that is a little bit how we treat people in this society or like a like a celebrity or or whatever. But I think we kind of do it with each other too. Like someone does one bad thing and we're just kind of like, "Oh, did you see what so and so did?" and then we try to get everyone to get some. I mean, it's just like I get it. I get it. Like, you know, sometimes I think that's a weird addiction to drama too, but like, you know, someone does something it probably wasn't it probably wasn't quite what you were. I mean, I think if we were more curious and understanding and could even find forgiveness, like these things get just so blown out of proportion. Um, and we also are very like conflict diverse too. So we don't want to always deal with the situation or, or approach it with that person or, or whatever the situation is. Um, <laughs> I'm droning so much. Oh, sorry about, ch- I'll try to keep it shorter. I think I did like an hour last time. and I'm like, I don't know if we should be doing them this long. I really laid out. Okay anyway um we're talking about a lot wait i also wanted to talk about advice and how nobody wants it anymore that's probably confusing because what what i'm saying i think if people ask for advice cool give it people are like what do i do in this situation lay it on Um, and people are searching out advice all the time like a lot of us are on social media looking at a lot of educational bits or asking people around us questions or blah 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 blah. but this is what i think the world wants more and especially when we're talking about conflict or emotions or yeah just these more intimate relationships that i think we're all transitioning into which is awesome but also we'll have you know it's it's growing pains um but I don't think if someone's opening up and sharing, you know, their hearts just leaking out and it's this beautiful thing, I don't think that's a great opportunity to tell them like, hey, you should read this book. Hey, you should check out this podcast. Like people or or that they want to hear like leave them or um, quit your job. Like that's not a place to make big choices. I don't think I I don't think that's a place that they want to make some some grand decision i think it's a place to connect i think it's a beautiful opportunity to listen and be close to people um it's not let's stop giving advice like seriously like if you really think about like and i get it because i do it too because you just we're all consuming so much great shit these days because there's so much great shit out there but that doesn't mean we need to like give everybody our safari history you know like I don't I don't think it's time it's not and I'm not saying don't share stuff don't give people and maybe with space like give it a little bit of time and maybe share stuff or say you know check if that's okay but I think we end up actually ostracizing and pushing people away by trying to tell them how how to live their life because what when you really give someone advice I think what you're doing is saying hey this is what I would do in your situation. And it's like that's great. That's awesome. I get I get why we're doing that, but you're not that person and you're not in that situation. Or maybe you are, but it it's not it's just not that helpful and I think it actually hinders our ability to to deeply connect with one another. because um, I think what people really want right now and if you think of all this trauma and all the shit that people are going through, People want to feel seen and people want to feel heard. And I'm not talking just like, oh, I'm looking at like them and I'm listening to what they're saying. This is something I've also been exploring. (laughs) This is such a podcast to to really look into someone's being. And this is where it could get a little woo woo for you all. But instead of looking at the physical, this material person sharing whatever they're saying and like just engaging with them in just a senses way. To be fully present with them and and truly sense their being, um, which I don't think is an easy task, what I'm trying to describe, because I also think it requires you to kind of like have sensed and understand your own being um, or soul, you know, like we have the human form, which is this physical-ish form, um, but there's also this like being or this soul or whatever you want to call it, I think. Um, and even if you don't, like it's such a beautiful thing to think and believe in. I'll just say that too. Like I think it's a, I think it's a belief that serves me. Um, so there's this connection within me beyond even just the human. Like obviously we can connect on this physical front. But I do think there's this other level of connection that's hap- that can be happening at the exact same time when we allow it. And I think it's why, I think I've read this in a book actually now that I'm thinking about it. well, like when kids are like, you just don't see me. You don't get me. Um, I think part of that is that it's not just that their body's being taken care of or that they're being fed, you know, like obviously that's important, but this being seen for who you really are being really observed for your true self, that individual that we were talking about earlier, not, not just, um, this sense of like, you just belong and you're just a human and you conform or whatever. It's like you to really see someone's being, is so beautiful so powerful and you can feel it i mean just think of times where you've had really powerful conversations or powerful meetings with people or relationships there's something else that we're connecting to there it's very powerful typically a lot of our um, guards can come down in those i mean we're connecting in this heart space It's, it's beautiful and i think the more that we connect from that from that being place the better um but it's hard. It's obviously really hard. So setting aside whatever insight information you want to give and just being present and like helping that person be seen and witness what they're experiencing. It is so much more powerful. I, I and just try it. And if you hate it, that's fine too. Um, and it probably will be a little uncomfortable too, which I know, I know, as we talked about, not everyone's favorite thing, not everyone's cup of tea. Um, but I want to, I want to invite you to set aside that advice whatever it is you want to recommend to them and just be there and not think about what you have to say what you have to do and i get it it's so hard it's so hard um but be there and really sense their being that real real place and if that's hard to do or that you don't quite know what i'm talking about that's okay um but try to sense your own being uh people you can do that in so many different ways people that you know if you walk or sometimes exercise or obviously meditation. There are ways to connect to this kind of divine force within you. Um, something that's really easy. And I think, I can't remember, some creator does this. But if you just sit and try to feel into like your feet. And it might, it might take a couple seconds. It might take a couple minutes. And just try to feel the energy in your feet. It's almost like it's like kind of surging. Maybe a little bit swimming around. Um, but really, really try to focus in on your feet. And see if you can feel... Energy. See if you can feel your your being, if you will. Um, and I think the more that we're able to connect to ourselves, I mean, obviously the better, self-love, all that jazz. But I think the more that we recognize that space within ourselves, it's so much easier to do that with other people. You know, like you're meeting people where you're at. So if someone's trying to get to you in some kind of deep connection that may be triggering for you, makes you uncomfortable, or something you've never really even explored or brought your consciousness to it's very easy to sh- shut down and they're trying to come to you maybe in this being state in you're like human physical and then you go into like maybe a protection mode um anyway so just just connecting to yourself um the deeper we go with ourselves for one it's it unleashes so much more we learn so much more um there's just so much magic that i feel like can pour in through that and like letting go of a lot of these things that are that may be holding us back um that that just creates more space for us to connect with more people in those places in those levels and it's not it can just be difficult to do when I mean you've probably felt it if you have interacted with someone and you just you feel like you're a little bit on a different plane for whatever reason you're like I don't think like you bring up and they're just not maybe even the word you're just in different places and that's totally okay um but yeah, just, just that powerful of being. And I think when we show that, like give people that presence, that, uh, attention to their being, I think, I think it can transform people. I think it can heal people. I think it can do magic. It can do wonders for our relationships and how we show up in the world. Um, but yeah, it takes it. I think it takes a lot of practice and it's something I'm definitely working on. Um, I might call it quits y'all that with that, was all over the place nothing almost nothing of what i was going to talk about so i will be continuing to integrate um and i'm really excited because i think next time we're going to talk about my my 5meo my, my bufo experience so um that'll be great um if you if anyone in this in this place in this universe is listening thank you um if you want to check out more You can go to the underscore root, uh, R-O-O-T-E, uh, on TikTok, on Instagram, wherever. I'm also on the medium. I read a lot of articles about things related to this. Um, I think it's the same. I don't actually know. I think it's on one of my social medias, but, um, and also I do do tarot readings, um, but you can always email me at jess at dot com, um, and yeah, we can chat. We can, we can do some fun stuff. Um, I am starting to charge now. I don't really know what, but we can, we can discuss, uh, via email, What whatever works for you. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Also I'm connecting more to, to dead people. So that's cool. We can do a, do an episode on that. I might have not mentioned that on this. That might've been on the first run of this podcast, but, uh, I I am a psychic medium in training, I guess. I've been doing tarot for several years and recently just started channeling and connecting some weird shit. Um so if we do a reading, that that could happen. I have I have no idea. I have no control over it, it seems. It's it's a weird, weird thing. Um anywho Um, But yeah, let me know if you guys have questions or topics or things you want me to explore. I'm very open or if you think I should have someone on here, I probably should because I'm so all over the place. Um, But I am thinking of exploring more of like even my personal relationships in my life, parents, sister, partners, friends, uh, and having them on and kind of talking about some of these some of these topics and how they're actually applicable in my in my personal life. Uh, So I would like to be more of an open book on here and be vulnerable with you all and kind of. Um walk walk the talk, talk the walk, walk the talk, some of that. Um, but anywho, uh, I love you all. I'm so grateful that you're here and that you exist. And I look forward to to chatting more. Okay. Okay, like you bye. Bye.